to Sports Talk Live from Merrimack Radio, WMCK, with your host, Harrison Chase. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Sports Talk with Harrison Chase on Merrimack College Radio, WMCK. As always, if you have a take comment, feel free to call in by dialing 978-296-3245. That's 978-296-3245. Well, Super Bowl Sunday has come and gone, and the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes are the Super Bowl champions, taking down the Philadelphia Eagles 38-35. to a lot of people talking about that holding penalty at the at the end of the game there, and this is what I'll say. Was it a holding penalty? Yes. Were they calling it at all during the game? No. Therefore, it shouldn't have been called. You got to call. The referees have to call the game one way or the other. If if they've been calling it all game, then okay, let it fly. But they weren't. So you got to you gotta pick and choose what you're going to call. And if you're not going to call it, in the beginning of the game, then don't call it towards the end of the game. However, I'll say this. I don't think that one call affected the outcome of the game. I think the Chiefs, you know, still would have ended up kicking the field goal and would have made it, and, and who knows, they could have ended up in the same position on the next play anyways. And so I, I, I really think that, you know, yeah, like bad call, bad timing, but I don't think it, it, it would have changed the outcome of the game. So anyways, let me know what, what your thoughts are about the game, the holding call, the commercials, Rihanna's halftime performance. And how do you feel about Patrick Mahomes and Andrew, Andy Reid winning an other Super Bowl, getting that much closer to Tom Brady and Bill Belichick and what they did for 20 years in New England? Moving on to the NBA and the Boston Celtics. In the past week, they've gone 4-0, beating the Detroit Pistons Monday night 111-99. The Philadelphia 76ers 106-99. Then the Charlotte Hornets Friday night 127-116. And ending the week yesterday in a Super Bowl pregame game uh, 119-109. Also happening last week in the NBA was the trade deadline. And it definitely had some big impacts on the league. Some uh, some of the big big trades Kyrie Irving to the Dallas Mavericks, Kevin Durant to the Phoenix Suns, uh, the Bucks receiving uh, former Celtic Jay Crowder, and lastly the Celtics uh, receiving Mike Muscala in their trade uh, to the Thunder, in which they sent them Justin Jackson and two future second-round picks. The Seas are still in the lead of their division at 41-16, and also leading the NBA with the best record as well. Also happening last week, LeBron James passed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in the all-time scoring record. How do you feel about that? Where does that put LeBron James and uh, the GOATs of the NBA? Do you think he is the GOAT? Do you think he can end up being the GOAT? Is he the best we've seen that's done it? Or are you an MJ fan? So something just to think about. How are your feelings about LeBron James passing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and being the all-time scorer in the NBA? I will say congratulations to LeBron. A huge accomplishment. Um, you know, just as big as, you know, anything else, you know, happening major, you know, Tom Brady doing something, Tiger Woods, etc. Uh, anywho, moving on to the NHL and the Boston Bruins. They came back off their all-star break last Saturday, losing to the Washington Capitals 2-1. to one. And they'll play again tomorrow night against the Dallas Stars at 8.30. Then again on Thursday night against the Nashville Predators at 8 o'clock. And we'll wrap up the week. On Saturday against the New York Islanders, the Bees are still in first place of their di- of their division, as having the best record in hockey at 39 and 8. The Bruins are also getting more good news as Jake DeBrus was a full participant today at practice before they took off uh, to head to Dallas, uh, and DeBrusque was on the plane traveling with the team this week on their two-game road trip to Dallas and Nashville this week. The Super Bowl wasn't the only thing happening in Arizona as the famous Waste Management Open was this past weekend for the PGA Tour in which Scotty Scheffler won, making it the second straight year that he has won it, putting him back in the number one spot in the overall rankings. Coming up this week is the Genesis Invitational in which Tiger Woods is the host and he'll also be playing it as well. Tiger was spotted today at the LA Country Club doing a scouting mission ahead of this year's U.S. Open that will be taking place on June 18th. 
Last but not least, the Dunkin' Beanpot Finals are tonight between Harvard and Northeastern. The first time this matchup has ever happened in the 70 years that the tournament has occurred. So that's going to do it for me for uh, my 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 uh, beginning of the show updates and headlines. I'll turn it over to you, Carlos. I'll open up the phone board, 978-296-3245. That's 978-296-3245. can call in. Talk Bruins, Celtics, Super Bowl 57, whatever you want. Talk Tiger Woods coming back this week, not only being the tournament host, but also playing and what that might mean uh, for him as far as a schedule. He is scheduled to do a uh, press conference coming up um, tomorrow, as a matter of fact. So have that going for you. Lots of stuff happening, um, as well as, uh, you know, just around in, you know, NFL-wise. Um Speculation uh, is that uh, offensive coordinator for the Philadelphia Eagles, Shane Steichen, will be the next head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. So that's an interesting situation there. That kind of, uh, you know, that was that kind of got going yesterday a little bit, and uh, I, I just I don't know. I, I can't imagine that stuff happening, and then having it, you know. Having that in the background while having to deal with 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 a big game like the soup that, that the Super Bowl is, so that's you know an interest you know interesting scenario there. Uh, other thing is too, the Boston Red Sox and spring training is going to be getting going. So uh, I believe pitchers and catchers are are probably down there right now, um, and I I believe I don't think today. Today might have been the first day. It's either today or it's the 15th on Wednesday. Uh, either or, things are going to be, you know, things will start start to get going um, for the Boston Red Sox and spring training, which, of course, based off of last year's performance and based off of their activity during the offseason, it doesn't quite think that, or seem rather, uh, that they're going to be all that good again this year. So, uh, we'll see what happens as far as it goes for um, as far as the the Red Sox go. Uh, getting a few texts in. I I'm in and out. I don't know if I'm in and out for everybody. Um, let me know. Obviously had the problem had the problem last week. I don't know if it's still happening again uh, again this week. So we'll see. Uh, We'll see what, yeah, I guess I am. As it says, I've only been broadcasting for a minute and 40 seconds. Anywho, um, so if you missed it, I have the phone lines open, so you can call in 978-296-3245. That's 978-296-3245. can call in, talk about whatever you want. We have the Super Bowl 57, uh, the halftime show by Rihanna, the commercials, and the winner of Super Bowl 57, the Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. And will they catch Bill Belichick and Tom Brady and what they've accomplished over their 20 years together in New England? Interesting debate there um, to be had. Uh, also, obviously have the, you know, the, the, the Bruins, uh, Bruins going on. Uh, came off of the All-Star break, not with a great start, losing to the Capitals 2-1 uh, on Saturday. And then uh, getting going this week uh, on the road, have the Stars tomorrow night, the Predators on Thursday, and then the Islanders uh, on Saturday. Um, but like I said, Bruins still in still in first place, best record in the NHL, 39-8. and Remarkable season for them so far. So it'll be interesting to see because they've, they've kind of had somewhat of a— of, of some losing times right now. I think they, they lost whatever it was, two or three straight uh, right before the All-Star break, and then they won that last game before the All-Star before the All-Star break, which is good going into the All-Star break. But then when you come off of the All-Star break and you you know you lose uh, the game, that you know that's not great. Um, you know, I did hear an interview with Coach uh, Jim Montgomery uh, last week. I think they reconnected maybe Thursday. Uh, was their first practice back, and he was surprised by the energy uh, that the team was giving them. So that's obviously you know an interesting statement uh, as far as that's concerned. So 
Uh, and then, as you know, as far as the Celtics go, um, Celtics have a big game um, tomorrow night against the Bucks, and so it'll be interesting now with the Bucks having Jay Crowder. So that's that's an interesting um, you know situation there. But like I said, Celtics are coming off of a a really good week, uh, going four and zero last week against the Pistons, 76ers, Hornets, and Grizzlies. And so they'll try and continue that that winning streak uh, onto the Bucks tomorrow night. And then they'll, they play the Pistons again uh, on Wednesday. So, you know, lots of lots of momentum that, that they can get going. And like I said, they're also in first place uh, of their conference and with the best record in the NBA at 41-16. and 16. So, you know, exciting times, uh, to say the least, for... for uh, you know, Boston Bruins and Boston Celtics fans. So, uh, anywho, with that, though, let's go to the first caller of the day, uh, Ray in Methuen. Ray, what's going on? Harrison, it seems that that pro- uh, problem was uh, corrected. Not corrected at all. Well, that's good. Because the, uh, yeah, because the program seems to be coming across nicely now. Okay. But the... Uh, just to touch briefly on the on the Super Bowl, I thought it was a very good game. Uh, it was entertaining, and uh, as, as far as uh, you know, the controversy with the with the foul. Listen, I mean, you know, the penalty was called. Uh, it should have it should have been called. Even I, I believe I read somewhere where the uh, uh, the defender admitted that he did hold the uh, he did receiver. so he did no he he did yeah. admit it. And and I don't right. think there's a question, Ray, whether it was a holding penalty or not. It was, but my problem is, and I think a lot of people's problem is, is that they weren't calling that the whole game. And so, if you're not calling it the whole game, don't call it in the final seconds. Well, I guess you're right there. You know, I had a laugh. I, I listened to a little bit of uh, Pete, uh, the commissioner's uh, um, press conference earlier in the week, and. He was, he was just saying what a great job the officials have been doing. That, uh, yeah, please. Officiating this year was uh, so much better than in the past. Well, yeah, please. Must have been living in, you know, he must have shut his uh, lights off and everything at, at his uh, winter retreat up in Maine because uh, he didn't watch the games we watched. That's for sure. Yeah, but it was entertaining. Uh, it was an entertaining game, and, and congratulations to Kansas City. As far as uh, them catching Belichick and, and Brady, I say no. Not, not the duo. Uh, maybe Mahomes will have an outside shot, but it all depends. It all depends what he has surrounding him. Uh, but Reed will not continue. He said he's going to come back next year, uh, but who knows how much longer he has in, in his tank. I don't think he has the same uh, fight that, that a guy like uh, Belichick does. Uh, maybe it's a, all an ego thing for Belichick, and that's why he's sticking sticking it out. Uh, right now he's looking to uh, to be the number one uh, winningest coach in the in the NFL history. And God bless him, maybe uh, he will. But that's still that. another two, so three years for him. Correct. Correct. You know? And by the way, they have to be yeah. two. They have to be like good years, not this baloney eight and nine years. Well, let's see what happens now that uh, O'Brien is their uh, offensive coordinator. Let's see what he can do. Uh, and uh, if our quarterback is not the answer right now, uh, well, then let's go out and get somebody who uh, who will be able to fit in the NFL mode, be able to run the ball, be able to pass the ball. Uh, we, don't, we don't need Tom Brady. There'll never be another Tom Brady, in my, my opinion. Uh, but somebody who can uh, bring the Patriots forward, and of course, the Patriots have to spend money. And I've always been laying the, uh, the blame at the feet of Bill Belichick, but I think it goes higher than that. I think Robert, Robert Kraft He's made so much money, and he's also brought the uh, worth of the Patriots up so high. But I, I think he's greedy enough so that he doesn't want to spend X amount of dollars on a 
on premier players. It may be his theory about they will come here and play because we're a winning team. Well, so far the last couple of years, that hasn't been the case. And uh, unless they change their attitude, and I think it's from the front office, and I think it, it falls at the feet of uh, Bob Kraft, that uh, that will uh, he's the one that has to make the decision, not Belichick. Belichick, I'm sure, will spend the money, but Belichick has to surround himself with people who can go out there and look at talent and evaluate talent properly. Certainly, something has happened in, throughout the years that he hasn't had the right people, whether it's at the college level or evaluating some of these uh, fringe, uh, fringe pro players. I, I just can't see him... Uh, he has to surround himself with other people. They they said Nick Casares was, uh, was Casario a guy doing that. Well, Casario, yeah. Well, he uh, he did it for a while, but uh, but then you know some of that talent has fallen off. Uh, you you can point to the tight end situation that that uh, two years ago they they uh, tied up, but you know they they just. They, let's face it. They need a full offensive line. They they need some big bodies there. And why is it that whoever they bring in always gets hurt? Is it the uh, coaching, the offensive line coach? I don't know. Who knows? Defensively, they've done well, but uh, other than that, uh, offense. And you need a blend of both. Let's face it, to win the uh, Super Bowl. But I thought it was an interesting game yesterday. I uh, I didn't have a uh, any uh, preferences to who won the game, but again, I don't think that Kansas City uh, that Mahomes and Reed are going to surpass Belichick and Tom Brady. Uh, I might be wrong, but I I think that's how it's going to be. Yeah, it'll be be interesting to see. Go ahead. No, just saying it'll be interesting interesting to see if they even, you know. I mean, listen, Andy Reid's only 64 years old. He at least has another five, six years if he wants. I I don't think he wants. I really don't think he wants. Well, that's why I say if he wants. You know what I mean? So he has it. He can do it, but, you know, it's up to him. So he'll he'll probably you know determine how the league's going. I mean, if him and Patrick Mahomes keep winning, why why would he retire? Why would he? Well, again, I don't think he has it has it in him. That that that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying that he he doesn't have it. He doesn't have the fire in his belly. That and maybe he doesn't have uh, that ego that Belichick has. Belichick's ego is propelling him to go forward and to do, uh, you know, to get as many wins and accomplish so, that. So, all right, so, all right, can. so say they don't, you know, they're not able to do what, you know, Brady and Belichick did. How about just single-handedly Patrick Mahomes going after some of Tom Brady's records and some of the, the things he's accomplished? Well, I'm sure. I'm sure Mahomes. I want to go to his wife. I, I guess his wife is the one that, that uh, speaks for him most of the time. But uh, yeah, I, you know, he has enough arrogance in him and, and self confidence uh, within him that that he wants to. He wants to be known as as the best ever. And there's always somebody on the horizon. We don't know who that person is, but there's always somebody on the horizon who can. Uh, surpass Brady and the accomplishments that Brady did. But they have to have the longevity that Brady had. Uh, and a lot of things factor into that. I'm not sure exactly how much time some of these quarterbacks have. Uh, that's all I'm saying. And the same thing with, with Mahomes. I mean, you saw what happened the first half. He went down and it looks it looked as if he was finished for the day. He was writhing in pain. Uh, you don't know what what that is 
going to do to his psyche. You don't know if it's going to have uh, effect on his his legs and his ability to uh, run the way he has been running. You don't know. None of us will know. So it's on the horizon. He has he has enough of that ego so that he'll want to go to try to pursue it. Whether or not he does, God only knows. That's all I'm saying. All right. Thanks, Ray. Okay, Harrison. Have a good program. Thank you. All right, so there's uh, Ray from Methuen for you with a few takes uh, on the Super Bowl. Pat Mahomes, Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, Will Andy Reid, and Patrick Mahomes ever catch or, or do something similar uh to what Tom Brady and Bill Belichick did over over 20 years time um and you know and Andy Reid uh ending the the rumors that he might be retiring uh last night and so you know those were kind of going on he said nope and so he's 64 years old and so he obviously feels like he has some gas left in the tank you know how much gas I don't know but you know I think if he wants he can probably go until if he's you know until he's seventy if he wants, you know. I, I I couldn't imagine being a head coach like Andy Reid, like Bill Belichick, showing up to the office um, so early, putting in you know crazy time, and all of a sudden kind of step away from that. You know that's gonna that will put you know your energy just down a thousand, and you you won't have you know. What's going to happen to them if they if they when they do retire? Like, what are they going to do? Just you know, sit around and and do nothing. So it's like that's something that that would be hard for them to do. So we'll see what happens. But I think for 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 Andy Reid and Bill Belichick, who are older coaches, and you know have the before generation like approach to things of go, 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 and, you know, give your best, et cetera, et cetera, I think it's hard for them to to step down and retire uh, if they do. So, anyways, just something to something to think about. Anywho, 23 minutes in on the show today. Uh, you're listening to the Sports Talk with Harrison Chase on Merrimack College Radio, WMCK. If you ever take a comment, feel free to call in, 978-296-3245. Lots to talk about today. Super Bowl 57, what did you think about the holding call? Do you think it was holding? Do you think they should have called it, even though it, 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 it was holding? Did you have any fun prop bets on the game that hit? I didn't have any, uh, you know, a fun prop, but, you know, I had the Chiefs money line and in the over of, of 51, and that obviously hit. That was a slam dunk as far as the over is concerned. And so I was very happy at the end of that game, to tell you the truth. Very, very happy. You know, and, and just going into it, I, you know, when I, to think about it, I, I was, you know, the Chiefs were getting one and a half points. I mean, why? It's not worth taking the one and a half because, you know, did I think that they were going to lose by one and a half points? No, no. So, you know, I, I figured out might as well do money line. And so I did and it worked out. But you know, listen, I'm no, I'm no professional uh, better, and you know, things just you know things just started up uh, here in Massachusetts, being able to uh, to bet, and so it's you know obviously Encore has the um, the book in Plain Ridge, um, but you know our surrounding states, Rhode Island and New Hampshire, both you know legalized you know betting, and you can have you know the DraftKings app and whatever app you have. Um, to bet, and and so a lot of people do that, and a lot of people will drive from Massachusetts over to the, the New Hampshire line, and and place bets that way. Fortunately, uh, for us Massachusetts people, sports betting you know has been legalized. It you can bet now officially, uh, as of two weeks ago, and I believe before March Madness starts. I think March 10th might be the might might be the the gold date that they want to um, kick off like you know the apps basically you know mobilized mobilized app sports you know sports betting apps and stuff like that so just something to uh, to keep in mind you know as far as that's concerned um, anywho 
Uh, like I said, 978-296-3245. Um, also have the Bruins coming off of the All-Star break, so they're now uh, on that home stretch. And so it'll be interesting to see. You know, there's no stopping now. It's it's now to the NHL Finals. So, you know, no no breaks, nothing. So you know they're gonna they're gonna be busy. They're gonna have some some tough schedules, some back to back, and it's gonna be interesting to see how Jim Montgomery, head coach, manages the players' time to stay successful and to not let the players get burned out. Uh, by the end of the season, by the time those playoffs come around. And same thing goes for the Boston Celtics and Joe Missoula. You know, he had, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, Jalen Brown, you know, has been out with the um, with the face injury. But, you know, it, it, it so, so he's getting some break and they have the all-star break um, coming up, I believe, next week. But, you know, there is something to be said about resting Jason Tatum, resting Jalen Brown. You know, resting the the key players so they don't get burnt out and they'll be able to be successful when it comes playoff time. And I think that's a huge point into, you know, into how good of a coach uh, Joe Mazzola is. And so we'll we'll see how that goes and see how that all all plays out. So got that. And then uh, golf wise, Scotty Scheffler back to back years winning the uh, Waste Management Open. Obviously, a fun, uh, fun tournament. Uh, you know, the the best part of the tournament is the 16th hole, uh, with the you know with the you know the stadium course and and how it's just you're all just right there packed in together. Um, you know, congrats to Ricky Fowler. Ricky Fowler was back up there on the leaderboard um, this week. Uh, good to o- always see him, and not only that, congratulations to him uh, on his hole in one as well. So not on 16. If it was on 16. Place would have gone nuts, but um, you know, definitely good to definitely good to to see Ricky back up there as well as uh, Jason Day and, and Justin Thomas and 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 all those guys. So uh, that was a fun tournament. Always is a fun tournament, and I'm telling you, Phoenix was the place to be, or not Phoenix, but we'll say Arizona. Arizona was the place to be last, you know, this past week or so because you have the waste management and then you have the Super Bowl. Just a fun time. The place must have been nuts. The place must have been nuts. I uh, couldn't imagine trying to get around. Couldn't imagine. So that that must have been interesting. And and not only that, how how would you like to try taking a a flight out of there or you know going to the airport? I can't imagine how long that security line is going to be. And then obviously the biggest news that broke during the waste management was that Tiger Woods uh, will be returning uh, this week to Riviera. Uh, for the Genesis Invitational, which is his tournament uh, that he hosts. And so not only will he be the host, but he'll also be uh, playing in it. And so it'll be good to see Tiger back, um, you know, playing in a PGA tournament. That's not a major. Um, You know, he obviously, I think he only did the majors, you know, last year, um, you know, with the Masters. The Masters was the first tournament. That was his goal. Um Obviously not including the, the the PNC with Charlie, you know, in in December there. But, you know, um, the Masters, you know, was always his goal. And, you know, it's amazing to think about that two years, I believe it's been two years after his uh, tragic accident um, that he is going to be back playing in that tournament um, this week. So... Uh, like I said, but, you know, Tiger being the man he is, he's smart. He's smart, and, you know, he, there, uh, somebody reported that, you know, Adam Scott was um, at L.A. Country Club today, but as well as uh, Tiger, you know, doing the doing the uh, scouting report uh, for the U.S. Open that's coming up this summer on uh, June 18th, Father's Day. So, you know, smart move there. You know, while you're in LA, you might as well might as well hit it and cross it off. So uh, obviously, good move by him. He'll have his uh, press conference tomorrow. It was originally uh, set for Wednesday, but got moved to Tuesday. Don't know why, but I guess when you're the host and you're Tiger Woods, you can do whatever you want. So um, you know, whatever press conference got got moved to tomorrow. He'll probably do a uh, 
Probably see him do a nine-hole practice round tomorrow as well. Um, maybe another one Wednesday. Um, but we'll see. So we'll see. We'll see what kind of uh, what kind of condition Tiger's in. You know, and, and and the whole story has always been, it's not about Tiger's ability to play golf. It's Tiger's ability to walk. And so, if he can walk, it's a whole different game. But he obviously has the tough time with the leg and the ankle, um, you know, trying to walk. And so couldn't imagine what that pain is like. So, um, you know, lots of, uh, you know, there's a, you know, predicted schedule out, uh, you know, for Tiger, you know, heading heading into this year, basically, you know, going to play more tournaments um, rather than just the majors. And he's already proving that to us as he's uh, playing this week, you know, in the, in the Genesis. So, um, you know, probably, probably see him at the, at the players, you know, if he wants, um, and then, and then he'll have, you know, he'll, he'll do the masters, but you know, if this Genesis, you know, gives him a hard time, they'll, he'll not play in the players just so he's to make sure he's ready for the masters. And, you know, he might, he prop, you know, we, like I said, we, you know, he was out there scouting today. Uh, at LA Country Club, and last year, if we remember, he he missed um, the tournament here in Boston uh, at, at the Country Club because um, you know he just wasn't right after the Masters, and um, or it could have been the the PGA, um, I forget, but you know, and he but his big goal was was to play at the Open, and he did at St Andrews, so. Um, you know, in, interesting road forward, you know, for Tiger and golf and, and where golf is right now because not only do we have the major, I mean, not only do we have the PGA Tour, but we also have the whole uh, live golf scenario. And so, you know, it'll be interesting to see when those players, um, you know, are going to end up playing in, in the major tournaments. You know, I know I know the Masters, you know, I, I as far as I know, they can still play um, in all the majors. Aside from, obviously, the PGA. So, um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Definitely going to be interesting, uh, an interesting year. And, you know, the whole live golf thing definitely isn't behind us yet. It's still having a big impact. Uh, you know, a few weeks ago, um, Patrick Reed and Rory McIlroy got in a little, you know, back and forth on the range at a tournament. And, um, you know, just interesting, interesting stuff um, happening around the game of golf. So, anywho, uh, about 30 minutes in, in uh, on the show, 978-296-3245. That's 978-296-3245. You can call in, uh, you know, talk Tiger, talk golf, talk the Genesis Invitational this week, the road forward uh, in golf. You can talk Super Bowl 57, the Kansas City Chiefs winning, Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid. And then, obviously, having the Boston Celtics um coming up and then you know after that um they'll have they'll have whatchamacallit and then Boston Celtics with the NBA um all-star break coming up and the Bruins now uh now in it as well um so anyways you're next on the sports talk with Harrison Chase go ahead hi Harry this is Owen calling in from North Andover hey Owen how are you good good so um yeah you know I'd like to talk about the Celtics a bit I think um Going into All-Star Weekend, I think they're looking great um, compared to where they were last year at this time. Um, you know, Derek White just got awarded Eastern Conference Player of the Week. Yeah, he he had an amazing week, and, and he really filled in um, with the whole Jalen Brown injury, and, and he, he really stepped up to the plate for the Seas. Yeah, I know he uh, just averaged almost 25 points a game just uh, last week. And I know Jalen Brown with the uh, fractured face, I'm not sure if he'll be um, playing in the All-Star game or not. But, um, yeah, it looks like we have a lot of depth heading into playoffs with uh, guys stepping up off the bench. Yeah, so I I just – the Celtics actually just tweeted out their injury report for tomorrow's game. And, you know, like last week, we're back to the two – Two uh, two page tweets, uh, you know, with with the injuries going deep in there. So 
Malcolm Brogdon, yeah. uh, right Achilles soreness, probable. Jalen Brown, out. Uh, Gallinari, out. Marcus Smart, out. Uh, Jason Tatum, illness, non-COVID, doubtful. Grant Grant Williams, yeah. right elbow swelling, questionable. Robert Williams, left ankle soreness, questionable. So not a good not a good lineup there. And not to mention, we're playing the Milwaukee Bucks, who really— Number two in the East. Yeah, so, like, they're our competition right now. You know, I know we're in front of them, but, you know, obviously we'd like to beat them and, and you know, have that— have that one up going into the going into the um, the which we call it yeah you know go, going into yeah, the All Star break is, in the playoffs. I think this is um, the first time we've played them since our game on Christmas Day. Yes, that that would that I I believe that's correct. Now I'm um, not sure if you saw. We also picked up at the trade deadline Mike Muscala. Yeah, who has also been playing really well. I mean, he's six foot eleven, but he's been, uh, you know, knocking his threes down. Yeah, I think he's at is it thirty nine percent or something like that from three from beyond the arc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, which is great for a big game, man. Yeah, exactly. What other big man is shooting like that? And I know um, what's his name, Hauser. Sam Hauser went six of eleven yep. yesterday from yeah. three, and uh, Pritchard. Pritchard's been knocking Payne his Pritchard. threes down. You know, interesting, interesting too. You know, lots of, lots has come out the last, um, you know, few weeks with the with the NBA trade deadline coming up, and uh, Peyton Pritchard was on was on a podcast, basically, you know, saying he wants to be, um, you know, the main, you know, the 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 main one of the main people. He doesn't want to be, you know, coming off the bench. And as much as he loves a, uh, you know, a winning culture and wanting to be a part of a winning culture. He says he wants to be a part um, of that winning culture. Well, uh, today he was kind of asked about that, and and you know he kind of, he said, uh, "I love this organization. This whole thing is about me wanting to play because that's what I love to do." Um, you know, so basically he just cleared up his feelings uh, for Boston and, and his teammates after um, expressing wanting more playing time before the trade deadline. So I wonder, you know, what that had to do. What that after him saying that, what was that like? Uh, for relationships inside the Celtics organization in the locker room uh, with him coming out with comments like that. Yeah, um, I know we did offer him in a trade offer um, before the deadline. So, um, you know, I'm sure he... So he must be happy or something. Yeah, I mean, obviously, since the trade didn't go through, now, um, you know, he has to build up the team chemistry in the locker room to, um, you know, make sure they're they're all on good terms heading into uh playoff season here. Yeah, yeah, def- yeah, definitely and and a great point for you that uh you know from you saying that you know he he has to kind of clean things up and you're right, he does. And I think that yep. was kind of him him doing it. So, that's good. You know, he's I I like Peyton Pritchard. I think he's a he's a good ball player and you know, I I hope he stays here, but I get it. I get where he's coming from. Yep, but I also, oh, and I'll turn around and ask the question to you. Do you think he's that kind of player? Do you think he's a starting player? You know, I don't. I think he's a solid player off the bench. Um, personally, I don't think he's he's cut out to be a starter on the Celtics. Yeah. Yep, definitely. Yep, good, good point there. Uh, anything else, my man? Yeah, um, I'm not sure if this is covered on the show here, but do you cover the UFC fights at all? I know there was a big UFC fight on Saturday night. I don't, but we can we can talk about it. Uh, give me your take. Yeah, you know, um, it, it was uh, Islam Makhachev versus Alexander Volkanovsky. Um, big fight. Essentially, it was it was neck and neck. It came down to the judges' decision. And they, you know, awarded the belt to Islam. Um, a lot of people in the UFC community are saying that Volk was robbed of uh, his belt, and they don't think Islam should have won it. Um, you know, it looks like they're probably going to be having a rematch. Both of them kind of said that they're they're down for a rematch at some point. You know, possibly in the next six months or, or year or so. Interesting. That's an interesting situation there. 
Yeah. Um, also interesting was that Islam is, you know, kind of part of Khabib's camp. And um, this was the first time where Khabib kind of decided not to um, go to the fight and be in his corner because he said he wanted to, you know, not have himself take uh, take away some of the the fame or, or, you know, step in Islam's light. Um, he says it's his time to, to go prove himself. Yeah, yeah, that's an interesting interesting scenario there, uh, definitely. Yep. Well, all right, uh, that's, that's probably all my takes for today. Um, it was, it was uh, nice getting to call into the show. Thanks, Owen. I appreciate it. appreciate the call. All right. Have a good one. You too. All right, so there's uh, Owen from North Andover for you with a few uh, Celtics takes and UFC takes. Uh, don't Don't usually do UFC here on the show, but... Uh, you know, one one UFC thing I do, you know, I will mention uh, every now and then is Methuen native Calvin Cater uh, and when he's fighting uh, in the UFC. So anyways, thanks for calling in, Owen, uh, broadering uh, the show and, and bringing up new topics. Always love that. And like I always say, can call in and talk about whatever you want. And that's what we just did. So go ahead, 978-296-3245. That's 978-296-3245. You're listening to the Sports Talk with Harrison Chase. On Merrimack College Radio, WMCK. Lots happening today on this Monday, February 13th. Obviously starting off with the big news, the Kansas City Chiefs being the Super Bowl 57 winners and Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid winning another title together. As far as, uh, you know, lots of talk with the with the whole holding call and all that stuff. And, you know, like, like I've been saying, um, was it a holding call? Yes. Should have they called it? No. And mainly just because they hadn't been calling it the, the whole game. So you have to call the game the same way you called it in the beginning, in the middle, and in the end. So interesting, you know, scenario there. But like I have also been saying, at the end of the day, I don't think that would have changed the outcome. I really don't. And so I know everybody else was, was, was not happy about it. But what's interesting is the Philadelphia Eagles, they're taking the high road completely. Like, you know, uh, the coach, the player that that held them, like everybody taking the high road as far as, or at least in the press conference, and I'm assuming this comes down from the coach kind of going right into the locker room and saying, hey, we're not going to blame, you know, this this loss, uh, you know, on this one call. And him saying in his press conference, you know, they were the better team. And so... You know, nothing ever comes down to, you know, one play or one call. It, you know, there's multiple calls in a game. But, you know, when stuff like that happens towards the end of games, it is like, oh, well, it makes it seem that way even though it isn't. So, anyways, that's interesting. Uh, Bruins back in action uh, after the All-Star break on Saturday, losing to the Capitals 2-1. to one. Uh, But they're, they're back in action uh, this week, starting tomorrow, against the Dallas Stars at 8:30 for an 8:30 game, and then the National Predators um, on Thursday at 8 o'clock for a two-game road trip before returning home on Saturday for a five o'clock game against the New York Islanders. So uh, obviously, Bruins still in good shape. They're you know best best record in um, in in the NHL and in first of ever you know in everything 39 and eight. Uh, And as far as the Celtics go, who are heading into the uh, NBA All-Star break uh, next week, they they had a great this past week, 4-0, beating the Pistons, 76ers, Hornets, and Grizzlies. And now heading into this week, uh, the final push before the All-Star break is going to be the Hornets, sorry, uh, the Bucks tonight, the Pistons on Wednesday, and then they'll be off... um, for eight days until they play the Pacers again uh, on February 23rd. But, like I said, the Celtics, another team, first place uh, in their division, best record in the NBA at 41-16. and 16. Uh, With that, let's go to Bill from the car. Bill, what's going on today? Harrison, happy Monday. Happy Monday, Bill. So what was your uh, favorite food that you ate yesterday for the Super Bowl? I have to say, a frequent caller in, in here on the show is uh, is John from Butter Bing, the owner of Butter Bing uh, Bar, and, Bar in Methuen. 
Um, and I ordered a half a tray of buffalo cookie, the buffalo chicken dip. And I, I have to say that was probably that was probably the best. My uncle also made some good uh, some good ribs and some wings, and you know it was a good food. I, I, I just I, I I was really looking. I actually didn't eat at all yesterday until the Super Bowl because I was looking forward to it so much, just eating and stuffing my face and having a good time. Yeah, that's uh, that's one of the best things about the Super Bowl is the food, right? Right. And you don't have to feel bad about eating badly either, you know? No, it's... It's, it's the uh, Super Bowl. Almost an American pastime, you know? Exactly. It's an excuse, you know? Yep. Yep. So let's get to the game. All right. And then, by the way, bada, bada bing, that buffalo cookie is legendary. That's right. It is great stuff. Anybody that's listening right now that has an anatomy, you got to check them out. Anyways, um... um that game, watching that game, you know, it was, um, it, it, I tried to, like, I was thinking about the Patriots, and I'm like, okay, what are the Patriots, why aren't the Patriots there? And I'll tell you, if you look at the Eagles, the Eagles have two great threats on the outside in Brown and Smith. The Patriots, they're just full of possession receivers, right? They don't have right. anybody that can, that can, make plays like those two guys on the outside. They have to go back, go out and, and, and get somebody like that. Um, the other thing that I noticed was, okay, obviously Mahomes, he's the MVP of the league, MVP of the game. You know, they have, they have good receivers. They don't have great receivers. And it, it just goes to show you, you have a great quarterback that you can make the good receivers look great like Tom Brady used to yeah they I I, I even heard that argument too this past week uh about you know McCall Harmon Jr. who didn't play because he was injured but you know he's not an unbelievable player you know but because but Patrick Mahomes was able to make him look good yeah and think about it they took Tyreek Hill out of that offense right they still won the Super Bowl yeah and Tyreek Hill is arguably you know, top five receiver in the league. Yeah. And then, I mean, and then if, you know, and then if you really want to get into it, look at what, what Tua is, Miami, with two outside threats with Hill and Waddle. Right. We need to get Mac. I'm okay with Mac Jones at, at quarterback, but we need to get him two weapons on the outside. Those other guys that we have now, they, they, they're good possession guys, but – we need to, we need to get, get get this kid two two really good threats on the outside uh, because he's not going to be able to do it with what he has. And so hopefully, Bill O'Brien has a couple guys from Alabama maybe that's not on the radar. Um, but anyway, it's good. It was a great game. The call kind of ticky tack, but I don't. If I was a ref, I probably wouldn't have called it. Um, it wasn't like he tackled the guy. Right. It wasn't like he had him, you know, it, it was really an unplayable ball. But anyways, that, you know, I always say it doesn't always come, come down to one play anyways. Right. Uh, the Eagles should have done a better job in the second half. You know, Jalen Hurts played well other than that fumble. Um, but what was your favorite commercial? Favorite commercial? Um... You know, I don't know. I didn't really pay too much attention to the commercials. Um, you know, I did, and I know this was literally the first commercial there was, but I did like the, um, I did like the 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 uh, Ben Affleck and and Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, that was a great one. The Sam Adams one was great. I like that one. Yeah. So what's interesting too, Bill, is, and I don't know if you knew this, but I guess the. Um, Budweiser is like no longer the official sponsor of the of the Super Bowl, and so that's why um, there were so many other alcohol commercials. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, Roger Goodell probably messed that up. Probably he messes a lot of things up. That's another. That's another talk for another day. But anyways, as we uh, football season is over to the draft we can not you know the Celtics 
it's going to be exciting for the second half. They it was good. To, it's good to see them finishing strong here towards the All-Star break. Um, I like what I'm seeing out of them. Let's let's hopefully keep our fingers crossed. Everybody can stay healthy. It's going to be very interesting in the uh, in the Western Conference now that Kyrie's in Dallas and Durant's in Phoenix. Yeah, it's very interesting. Um, so that's going to be that will be good. Um, uh, LeBron, you know, um, as I might be a LeBron hater, but I got to give him his props on. In the all-time score in the NBA, right? Um, so, yep, it was a good lot of lot of happen lot of happenings in in the, in the sports business uh, this past week. Yep, definitely, definitely, it's been a busy past uh, past week or so. Okay, with that, I will let you go, Harrison. All right, thanks, Bill. Appreciate talk it. To you next week. Sounds good. Okay. Bye. All right, so there's uh, Bill from the car for you with a few takes. Uh, on everything uh, going on with the with the Super Bowl and the Celtics. I'm going to end a few minutes uh, early today. Uh, I'm heading over to Hamill Gymnasium, where the Merrimack women's basketball team have a game. Uh, go check them out. I'll be on the broadcast on NEC Front Row. I'll tweet it out if you want to tune in. Um, and programming update, I will not be... Uh, on here next week because of President's Day, and then the following week I won't I won't be here either. And the week after that is spring break, so I won't be here either. So the next three weeks I am off. Um, that third week that's that I have spring break. Uh, I can try and work something out maybe in Methuen, uh, but we'll see. I'll keep everybody updated. Uh, you can follow me on uh, the Twitter page Harrison Chase Five. That's Harrison Chase Five on Twitter. Uh, for day-to-day hourly updates. And as always, uh, thank you to everybody uh, for calling in and all my listeners and all my support day in and day out. This show would not be what it is um, without you. So with that, uh, I'll see you in probably four weeks. So anyways, have a good month or so. And hey, happy Valentine's Day. Good night, everybody. You've been listening to The Sports Talk with Harrison Chase, Mondays at 5 only. The sound of Merriman.